Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with not one, not two, but three co-hosts this week, the ever-present Buck Grundle, the on-again, off-again Sadar, and for the first time on the Social Liability Podcast, HXC Cody 27, who henceforth will be referred to only as Cody because that is too much of a mouthful for me to continue to try to say for the entire episode. Welcome, each and every one of you. Except for Buck, you're always here. <laughs> so, uh, Sadar, Sadar, we, we have a, a couple pizza stories on this episode. That's why you're here, obviously. 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 Um, and we have a very, very interesting story about North Korea, which that's why Cody's here. And I think that'll become very apparent when we get to it. Uh, not because he's Korean, but because <laughs> he's obviously not. <laughs> but uh, with the ad- with closing of season one, of season two, we're going to try to add some more hosts in here, bring some people in on, on a regular basis for guest, guest appearances. Uh, I hope everyone likes that. Uh, everyone seems to in the, the few times we have done it. And, you know, we welcome Cody back. He's actually appeared on some of the other programming we've done, such as uh, the Mount Moon Review podcast, which is a podcast all about Pokemon. And I'm sure everybody, everybody in the social liability, you know, sphere is like, ooh, I want to hear that one. We can get it. It's a niche audience. <laughs> but, uh, Cody, you were, you were quite the professional there for a while. What what happened to that? COVID? (laughs) You said on again and off again. I thought you were taking jabs at me and my streaming career. (laughs) I don't know how consistent that was. It's like, oh no. We're going, but yeah. Uh, It was was going good. Um, You know, life happened. Uh, And yeah. Then streaming went on the backside. And now I get to do fun things like this on my off time. So normally we ask uh, we ask Buck how his week's been. So uh, let me get that out of the way now, Buck. What, what's what's been going on in in Buck World this week? Did we lose Buck? I think we lost Buck. Not really. Too. Oh, there he is. No, <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still here. I'm sorry. Did you have uh, a stroke? No, yeah, my my week's been pretty uneventful. Okay. How about Sadar? I work. Wow, you guys are the epitome of interesting. I mean, you give me nothing, nothing to work with. Cody, give me something. Be interesting. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, how do I top that? Uh, really? Uh, you, you chew to stick a gum would probably break that record. <laughs> anyway. All right. Sorry. Nobody's got nothing. So we're going to move right into our stories. And let me tell you, we got some good ones this week. And I, I'm, I found... Did I find this one? Yeah, I think I found this one. And this is being reported by thedad.com, which if you if you don't follow this website, you really ought to because it's pretty pretty damn interesting. But uh, here's a story. Among Us shaped chicken nugget sells for $100,000 on eBay. <laughs> it's sold, not is for sale. It's sold. Yeah, it it is sold. It is not someone's listed oh, this man. said chicken nugget. It is already sold for a hundred k. I will try to sell anything. Really. Well, trying to sell and successfully selling are two entirely different things. 
It, it really is. Oh yeah, man. And but I, you know, I, we just had this discussion before the uh, the podcast started about how young Cody is apparently, but in, but in contrast, how old that the rest of us are. We were around when eBay launched. Launched. And people sold. There's always been these bizarre eBay stories. People selling shit, and and this one is really no different. Uh, yes, you read that title correctly. A McDonald's chicken nugget that was up for auction on eBay because it resembled an Among Us character sold for one hundred thousand dollars. It also had one hundred and eighty-four bids on it. Oh my god. The chicken nugget came from the K-pop band BTS slash McDonald's meal collection, which originally listed on May 28th for 99 cents. <laughs> Due to word spreading, quite a few folks uh, went bid crazy. The Among Us Twitter shared the listing on the feed with their 1 million followers to see. That's probably part of the reason that this price absolutely skyrocketed. Uh, they say that <laughs> they will ensure the chicken nugget will be delivered frozen in air, sealed. They also added that they will ship the nugget with a packet of McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Oh, wow. hey, that's it. That's why, okay, we, pr- mystery solved. They, got, they have Szechuan sauce. <laughs> I wish I had the kind of money to spend on a chicken nugget. That was the classic video game like Super Mario Brothers sell for $600,000, but a chicken nugget. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Wow! What the clock? Did you do you remember? Does anybody remember like the people that were like selling the potato chips that looked like Jesus Christ? I remember seeing souls for sale on eBay. Oh yeah, people selling their souls. I remember that. <laughs> you can still go on there and buy the mystery bags, and you have no idea what's in it. It's literally just someone's bag of trash out of their kitchen. Yeah, I I remember the the potato chips and the toast and crap like that. And I think that's what gave rise to the toasters you can get now that burn images into the toast. So what, have you guys ever bought anything bizarre on eBay? Or just something like really off the beaten path? You got you guys look like no. you, you guys like you both look like impulse buyers. We know Buck is. Are, are anime statues bizarre? I, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do we got? What do we got, Cody? I mean... I'm, I'm just fine. What kind of, what kind of big boob uh, waifus I, do you have back there on the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing of extravagance. Oh, but to add to that, actually, I've seen that BTS McDonald's bag itself is selling for $60 on eBay. What? A, what? A bag? A bag itself. Yes, the they hand you the order, you know, the the grease stained bag itself saying BTS is trying to sell for sixty dollars. So. Okay, someone enlighten me. What is BTS? Uh, it's a K-pop group. Ah, so you you know it's kind of funny because you every time you have an anime question, you message me, but apparently you're the weeb over here with the figurines and knowing a Korea a Korean pop groups and. <laughs> I thought everyone knew it. I don't know. I just... We're too old to know that stuff, Cody. That's why you're here. Oh, well... Sometimes I feel like you're too old to know the anime questions I ask. But sometimes (laughs) you know the whole... 
Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was... Wow, wow it took like... He just put you right... Three minutes to wow, fire those he shots. he just made you a bus mechanic. <laughs> oh, Cody, man, Cody. No blue on blue, man. No blue on blue. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> Too old. I put oh, no. Cody. See, the thing is, I put myself out on fucking Front Street. Okay, I get a message from this freaking weeb over here <laughs> asking me, "Hey, I'm watching this cool anime the other day. It's, it's, it's a big, big, big titty waifu who's a maid that once was a dragon." <laughs> oh yeah, Miss Kobayashi. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the show mechanics are too interesting to not ask about. I know. <laughs> oh Lord, let's move on. <laughs> Now, the title of this story does not make any sense to me, uh, and I'm going to read it verbatim. My dyslexic ass is going to read this verbatim, and I swear to God I'm reading it correctly. South Florida woman rescued from storm drain, rescued underground, dot, 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 once again. This is, this is being, um, this is actually an affiliate news station that's reporting this. Am I completely insane, or did I have a stroke that I'm not reading this right? That's read completely correctly. Her loved ones no, dropped uh, bags of no, food and are, Gatorade reading this correctly. in nearby manholes in an effort to sustain her. This is being reported out of Texas. A South Florida woman went missing several weeks before being discovered naked in a storm drain in Delray Beach has been rescued underground for a second time. I think that's the interesting part here. <laughs> According to CBS 12 News, 43-year-old Lindsay Kennedy wandered off and was reported missing by local police a little over a week after she had checked herself into a rehab facility in Texas. Kennedy's best friend, Brady Morgan, told the outlet that when Grand Prairie police spotted Kennedy near a creek, she slipped into a nearby storm drain when authorities approached her. However, thanks to a tracking app on Kennedy's cell phone, her family was able to ping her last location before entering the underground system where they began their search. During the search, her family and friends located nearby manholes as well as a storm drain, dropping bags of food and Gatorade to sustain her. On Saturday, May 29th, Candy climbed out of the six-foot drain pipe and was transported to a nearby hospital under a psychiatric hold. This is the second time Kennedy has been reported missing and later discovered underground. On March 3rd, she was reported missing by her boyfriend in Delray Beach, Florida. Three weeks later, she was discovered naked in a storm drain in Delray Beach by Delray Beach Police. Images show Delray Beach Police and firefighters surrounding a storm drain near the intersection of Atlantic Boulevard and Southwest 11th Avenue after someone heard what sounded like a woman's voice down there. She was later successfully rescued. According to her family, Kennedy suffers from psychosis and post-traumatic stress disorder after being involved in an, for years in an abusive relationship. And, and is that is when she decided to become a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> well, to be fair, did I understand correctly that the second time she got lost in the storm drain, she rescued herself? So it's not really fair to say that she was rescued again. I'm still trying to comprehend the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's completely jacked. <laughs> you know, it, I, 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 I don't know why I'm the one that reads these things because I can't read know, for people, shit. People, people will do just about anything, man. People, they will, but again, I, they could also learn how to write news stories. But I mean, this this woman's go-to 
thing. There's, there's some women that will lock themselves in the bathroom. There's some women that will get in the car and go for a drive. This woman, she climbs down the sewer. <laughs> well, let me ask the three of you. Um, I think a really important element to the story is her family didn't try to get her to leave the storm drain. They were just bringing her groceries. <laughs> they were. They were just dropping shit down the manhole. Is that, is that being a supportive family to somebody with psychosis and, you know, severe emotional or debilitating Trauma. mental illness? Or is that not taking care of your family? Wow, we got all serious all of a sudden. Well, I'm just curious where you three uh, come down on that. Like, in all reality, what are you gonna do? I mean, what what are you gonna do if you if someone goes down in the sewer? One one person can barely fit in those things to begin with. On a on usually, they're not like you see in the movies where you see them walking through them and everything like that. It's not the way it typically works. So the fact that she got down there on her own is quite remarkable. But the fact that you know, there is no going in to get them. Okay, I mean, but. You, did, did her family try to coax her out? That's what I'm asking. We don't know, maybe. Or did they just give her Gatorade so she didn't have to come out? <laughs> we just want you to stay down there, hon, here. <laughs> it's like sending your kid to the room and giving them dinner in their room so they don't come out. <laughs> Anybody else? Come on, somebody, somebody, come on. I don't, apparently I don't I even just know think what a lady, sewer system looks like. lady is crazier than a shithouse rat. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Buck. What were you trying to say, Cody? Oh, uh, the closest I've seen to a sewer system, apparently, is uh, the movie It. So those, those seemed wide enough to rescue someone. Uh, you know, apparently from what Rez is saying, it's not like that. So Not typically, no. They're not like, they're not like the, the, the Master Splinter is not down there trading an elite group of Ninja Turtles. It's just not, it's, <laughs> it's not the way it usually is. Um, you know, I, I I I feel that it is necessary to bring Cody up something, and that is that Raz has an innate ability to ruin your perspective on things, up to and including childhood dreams, and you know notions of unicorns and fairies and anything that you hold near and dear to your heart that you've been like clutching onto is like your goalpost to reality. Yeah, don't ever let Raz know what that is. Okay, <laughs> this is the taste. You, 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 you didn't know exactly what the sewer system looked like. You had your own perspective, and Raz just shat the bed all over it. This is what he does. You act like I do this to this you all the time. What he does. And, and Cody, I would like to add that if you nine times so far, if your hopes and dreams in any way involved what sewer systems look like, you have my condolences. You have no idea what my imagination looks like, Sadar. I'm talking to no Cody. Idea. I'm talking to Cody. She's talking to Floaty Cody. Oh, oh wow, that name really stuck. <laughs> All I, I was hoping you would say forgot. is that you're welcome. <laughs> Well, continuing with our Florida trends, this is being reported by uh, NBC News Channel 2. Uh, Florida man claims to stand your ground defense in death of iguana. 
This is one of those stories where I'm going to ask everybody what they believe this story is going to be about. Let's start with Buck. <laughs> I think this has to do with illegal drugs. It has to do with, uh, you know, terrible and gross misuse of firearms and a terrible perspective of what our reptilian ally, the Iguana, will and will not do. And this guy took it upon himself to exact justice. And and not only not only did he kill the iguana, I believe that he displayed it so that all the iguanas that would follow him would only be able to see the crushed failure that came before them as a warning. That's just moving along to the next person, though. You have the floor. Cody, what do you believe this story is going to be about? thought it was going to be a live action representation of the movie Rango, but <laughs> has, anybody ever, has anybody actually ever seen that movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> was that an iguana? Yeah. Was he an iguana? I don't think so. He was one of those well, lizards with the eyes, dude. I don't know. <laughs> he was a chameleon, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because he had like the the. the... It was close enough. Damn it. <laughs> okay, Sailor, what's this story going to be about? Let me remind you. Florida man claims the stand your ground defense in death of iguana. I, uh, I used to watch a lot of cooking shows, and I know that hunting iguanas in Florida is a big thing, and I've seen a lot of recipes for But you have to be uh, licensed iguana. I think this man was hunting without a license. Okay, let's give this a try. Uh, man accused of animal cruelty after beating an iguana so severely it had to be euthanized has filed for immunity with Florida's Stand Your Ground law. The filing says that P.J. Patterson was viciously attacked by the wild iguana after he helped it cross a street in Lake Worth. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> Authorities say they were called to Lake Avenue on reports that someone was seen beating an iguana. When officials arrived, the iguana... I'm laughing, but god damn. When officers arrived, the iguana was still breathing, but was unconscious and had trauma to its head and mouth. The iguana was taken to animal control, where it was humanely euthanized. Deputies say that there was video evidence of Patterson dragging the iguana by the tail, tormenting it, and then stepping on it. At one point, deputies say the iguana bit Patterson, who threw it and kicked it. In a report by deputies, Patterson was sent into a violent rage when the reptile bit him. Patterson had opportunities to regain his composure and stop assaulting the iguana, but instead P.J. Patterson chose to stalk the helpless iguana and deliver vicious strikes to the animal. In the filing made to dismiss the charges of battery, it says that Patterson let the iguana be by helping it cross the street, but others around began to pet it and started to appear agitated. The filing continues that Patterson tried to calm it down and move it to a less crowded spot when it leaned forward with its mouth wide open and showed its sharp teeth in a threatening manner, attempting to bite him. According to the filing, after several attempts to remove and gain control of the animal, it bit Patterson, so he kicked the iguana as far as he could. An altercation between Patterson and the wild beast took place. The wild beast has, was left incapacitated, the filing continues. It then adds that Patterson was taken to a hospital and received 22 staples in his arm. Jesus. 
uh, the filing claims that the use of force was reasonable under the circumstances. Okay, that wasn't as nearly as funny as I thought it was going to be, and I apologize. <laughs> but yeah, an iguana can do some damage. Let me tell you, I had a little one, and that sucker used to whip the shit out of me with his tail, and it hurt. But dude got 22 staples in his arm. But did he have it coming? It kind of sounds like he did. <laughs> Look, I I just want to say, I once picked up a yeah. chihuahua, and it bit me, and Buck, don't listen to this. All right, don't listen. The chihuahua bit me, and before I even knew what I was doing, I threw that chihuahua across the room. Now, I didn't chase it down and stomp on its head or anything like that, but I think with 22 stitches, I, I don't know. <laughs> That guy tried to stay the hell away from that iguana. <laughs> you, you know, I wonder if it was an actually an alligator. You know, I mean, like, 22 staples. I, I, I know that it was probably just an iguana, but, like, seriously? What the, what, what in the hell would possess you to go... See, for me personally, I get bit... I will strike it until it leaves me alone, and I can go the 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 fuck away. Like, what what would possess a man to just like maliciously go after and attack an animal? You know, why is he helping an iguana cross the road? Like, that's a bullshit defense. Like, you know, those things have been around for two hundred seventy million freaking years. He doesn't need your help crossing the freaking road. All right, leave it be. He went up. He fucked with the iguana. The iguana got him, and instead of playing ball like a real man and being like, okay, dude got me, and taking his licks and going away, he just sits there and, like, goes after and chases the thing, stomps his head in. Like, what the shit is that? I was disrespected by that iguana, so I had to show that I had to teach that iguana some respect. I don't know. Cody? Come on, you got something. I just learned that apparently... Mis uh, misrepresentation of lizards is a real thing, so apologies to all the different types of lizards out there. <laughs> this is not a local lizard awareness month, Man, okay? Cody, you just you just God. Yeah, right. You just filled right into a void that we didn't even know existed. <laughs> like we didn't even know we need we didn't even know we needed a, like a PR guy. But man, if we if we ever start putting one on payroll, you're gonna be the first person we let know. Well, that's good for all of the lizard listeners out there. So no one's thank you, Cody. We we wouldn't want to offend. We're just gonna fall right into that other niche. We're gonna get canceled by the freaking lizards. <laughs> no, we won't because of Cody. So thank you, Cody. No, we won't, man. No, we won't. We'll just get Cody to represent, man. He'll be the Freddie Mercury of this podcast, as far as anybody hating goes. Well, speaking about mis misidentifying creatures, uh, here's a story from ABC6. Bobcat causes Pennsylvania high school evacuation, revealed to be simply a missing house cat. In Scranton, Pennsylvania, a little confusion created quite the scare at high school at a high school in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and it, it began with West Scranton high school officials thought a bobcat was roaming around the school Tuesday morning. They saw surveillance video of the alleged bobcat in the school's cafeteria. As a precaution, they sent the students home early and called in the game commission. Wildlife officials spent about two hours searching for the bobcat inside the high school. 
But what they found was no bobcat. It was a regular house cat. It looks, I mean, identical. The colors of a bobcat, it's missing a tail. Uh, Game warden John Bowman said, So just error on the side of caution. We wanted to make sure the students were and staff are safe. Bull crap. It doesn't look like a damn bobcat. They're, they're complete, completely asinine. Uh, the cat is actually uh, a clouded jack, which is an exotic breed that resembles the wild animal. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at the pictures. This thing does not look like a bobcat at all. Other than the fact that it's a goddamn cat. <laughs> and no tail. I, we've had a cat with no tail. We called it Bob. Uh, I don't think anyone would have predicted this, of course. But again, our staff and students did a wonderful job not reacting, just quietly going out of the building, and we will let professional animal control do their job. Uh, once officials safely removed the cat, <laughs> volunteers at the Griffin Pond Animal Shelter found out that the feline was indeed microchipped. It turned out the cat had been missing for at least three months. Now the cat, named Keisha, has been reunited with its family. Had us, had us a little bit of a run around town trying to figure trying to follow up leads and stuff and then behold he's a West Scranton High School uh, so sorry guys owner Shanine Johnson said <laughs> I wish you know, I know people are listening to the podcast but I wish you could see this it is a damn house cat without a tail that's all it is all right, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna hate on the school because I'm a parent. If my kids were there, I would want the school to be uh, taking care of them with an abundance of caution. So if somebody thought they saw a bobcat, whether they were right in that instant or not, on Father's Day, I'm I'm gonna be good. You go ahead and let the kids out of school. Just be safe. I'm sure the kids were 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 heartbroken. They had to leave early. I, I just I can only imagine like one of the kids going like before they leave they're like can I pet it <laughs> some of them probably were <laughs> or yeah I mean like it's purring can I pet it they probably changed the school's it's, mascot the name <laughs> yeah the like, cat's the new mascot he got us, he got us a like, day off yoohoo go cat Oh man, it probably had a name written on the collar. Fluffy. Oh, actually, no. What, what, what was his name? Was Keisha. Yep. It was Keisha. You know, I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, yeah. Uh, whatever. I went to school. You know, I'll, I'll... Go ahead, Buck. Go ahead, Buck. I was just gonna say, I, I, I agree with Sadar. You know, you can't. These are your kids. You know, regardless of how silly and stupid it is, whatever, whatever. You know, we can laugh about it because, again, you know, us and I'd say, yeah, 99% of the civilized world know that what we are looking at in that picture is a fucking house cat. But regardless, you know, well, we're no, not there. No, we no, don't no. Have Here, here's, here's the thing. When it comes to our kids. I, I'm going to argue with both of you. And I'm, I'm hoping Cody backs me up on this. It's a goddamn cat. It's not a fucking velociraptor. Close the doors, kids. Okay, it's not going to turn the knob and come in and eat the kids, <laughs> even if it was a bobcat. Kids got to go to the bathroom. Kids got to go to lunch. Kids got to go to Cody, the next class. If, Cody, C- Cody, if you back him up, you're fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
is Perez as, as being the closest one to have graduated from sixth grade here. I'm going to say <laughs> that I would just be glad anything came on campus to shut down school. You know, like that's just like a, a free day there. It might as well have been a snow day. <laughs> Well, and I, what I wanted man, to say Cody is... Cody stays on the payroll, man. <laughs> Cody stays on the payroll. Good job, Cody. Good job. I, I'd also like to add that I went to school for a couple years close to Scranton. I don't remember yet whether or not Scranton was one of our rivals, but they might have been. But I do remember my mascot was a bobcat. So that may also have played a, a part in this. They might have thought that one of the local schools was pranking them, some kids from a, a, another school, by releasing their mascot into the school. I'm just throwing no, that you, out there. You steal their mascot, not give them yours. <laughs> well, we didn't have a real bobcat. <laughs> well, why not? What kind of pussy school would you go to? Middle of Pennsylvania school. I mean, it's <laughs> it's West Virginia light. It is. It's called Pennsylvania. We had some really screwed up school mascots too. I went to, I went to two schools in Pennsylvania. We had the Bison and their and their rival, the Golden Tide. I can beat that. Okay. Uh, my the school I graduated from was the uh, the Canners. Troy Canners, not Trojans. Why would you? Or, I'm sorry, it wasn't Troy. It was Biggerville. The Biggerville Canners, as in people who put fruit in a can. Yeah, Canners and. Our rival was the Boiling Springs. Jars, I guess. No, 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 bubblers. no. The, the rivals up there were the Boiling Springs Bubblers. I shit you not. Bubble, 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 bubble. <laughs> you, had, you had any good ones from West by God, Virginia there, Bucky? You know, I, my, uh, the, the school. I was going to say, man, like the schools I went to when I was in elementary school, like they didn't even. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. They didn't even have sharp scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not... I, we, I don't... Shit. I think our... Uh, I was the Berkeley Springs Indians is... Uh, it was So we were the Indians. Lame. But, like, <laughs> dude, like I said, man, we, we didn't even have sharp scissors, for fuck's sake, man. Like, my, 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 my elementary school is no gauge for anything. That I'm surprised we haven't covered them in our podcast. <laughs> I think we have done Berkeley Springs at some point or another. <laughs> any, do you have any interesting ones, Cody? Uh, I, I was an Apache, so I'm, I'm there with Buck. <laughs> so basically, we've, we've determined that Pennsylvania is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Pennsylvania is apparently the problem. Okay. What, what's the... What's the stuff down here? Uh, bison? On a side question, is Scranton where uh, the office is supposed to have took place? That's Elizabethtown, I think. Or no, is it Scranton? <laughs> no, it, it might it, be. Is it Scranton or is it um, Bethlehem? No, I think it's Scranton. Yeah, it has oh. yeah well. Yeah, you are, actually. <laughs> Represent the West. Okay, so moving on, we're going to stick with West Virginia just for Buck's sake, okay? In our new segment, I'm going to entitle America, Fuck Yeah. No, 
America. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, West Virginia to give away guns as vaccine vaccine incentive. <laughs> West, this is being reported by TheHill.com. West Virginia will be giving away guns as an incentive to get residents in the state inoculated against COVID-19. Governor Jim Justice. And can I say that's like the best name ever for a governor? Jim Justice. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> announced a new incentive lottery program for residents to get vaccinated during a news conference on Tuesday. The drawings will run from Father's Day on June 20th to August 4th and will include a variety of prizes from cash to firearms and even trucks. During the Father's Day drawing, the state will give away five custom hunting rifles and five custom hunting shotguns. Justice said the state will also give away two brand new custom outfitted trucks and five lifetime hunting and fishing licenses. In addition, residents could win one of 25 getaways to West Virginia's par- state parks. Oh boy. Uh, also during the June 20th lottery, one person will win $1 million. There will also be giveaways for two full four-year scholarships to any institution in the state um, for eligible students between the ages of 12 and 25. The state will further give away $1 million for five weeks in a row. On August 4th, one person will receive the grand prize of $1.58 million, and a runner-up will win $588,000. Justice said that to be eligible, all residents need to do is get their first dose of of a COVID-19 vaccination. Uh, Anyone who's already been vaccinated is also eligible to win. (laughs) So I I don't disagree with doing whatever you can to get people to get this vaccination idiotic mindset out of their heads and and do what's right for the freaking world uh yeah i know i'm being divisive in that comment but i i just love the the optic of <laughs> all right you go and get yourself that there needle of, of, of that of that uh that covid juice and we're gonna give you a new gun <laughs> yeah that was a misleading headline hey man it's it is a it, it is a very misleading headline but I, it is an awesome incentive plan. I'm sorry, you know, West Virginia did it right. Oh they yeah, did it right. They know. They know their audience. They know their audience, man. <laughs> well, heck, they know their audience. That's what it's about, man. They were like, okay, we're never gonna get people to buy into this out of out of the, like altruism. But if we incentivize this, oh boy, oh boy. Well, you know, they'll, they'll be coming out in droves. We're gonna run out of needles. Keep the you know? guns, and that's and, and not you know, West Virginia. Say it. <laughs> they won't run out of needles in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, said it. yeah. You know it. But still, you know, it's 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 knowing your audience. You know, it, it sucks that we have to resort to that. It sucks that it has to be done that way. But like you, you know, it, but. At least somebody's willing to roll up their sleeves and go to work and just be like, okay. You yeah. Know, it's it's going to cost less money to give all this shit away than it would to take care of all these sick-ass people. So, well, it, you can might as well. You can spend $3 million on marketing it, and it's already been marketed. I mean, yeah. you're, you're mm-hmm. either going to get it or you're not. Or you can spend $3 million on these sweet-ass prizes... I mean, <laughs> lifetime hunting and fishing license, buck, come on, right? Yeah, 
I mean, like, seriously, yeah. For life. A custom shotgun. Yeah, a custom yeah. shotgun. I want to point out something that it may sound like Sadar's being sarcastic. She's not. She's actually really excited by these prizes. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia, man. I want hunting see, for see, life. See, they know. They know. <laughs> Could you no, I'm, I'm, I'm right up there with Sadar. Could yeah, I might have gone to high school in Pennsylvania, but I was born and bred in West Virginia. Buck can have the shotgun. I want the hunting license. You know, when they say born and bred, shouldn't it be bred and born? Just saying. Cody, uh, I was... <laughs> Yeah. Order of operations, man. Come on. <laughs> Any kind of incentive programs wait, out your way? Wait, wait. You are you are you seriously trying to go against the West Virginia gal against family lineage? You're gonna argue born and bred from from the person who comes from the land of don't worry about keeping it in your pants, just keep it in your family. You're Come from on. West Virginia. Come on. My parents were uh, from separate counties. Hey man. My parents were from separate counties. Hey, and you know what? I proudly, proudly embrace my heritage uh, from the state that boasts the satellite dish is the state flower. (laughs) Oh, God. Any any incentive programs out your way, Cody? Uh, Yeah, there's like some lottery systems that only involve uh, cash prizes, you know, guns are unlocked down over here yeah you guys are you guys are a little uh restrictive on that end yeah when you need a background check to buy well don't don't think i'm hating on guns by the way because the the safe on the other side of this wall right here is uh pretty massive (laughs) and so the only part i was misled about this story and surprised is that there wasn't a 1911 involved in this story (laughs) thank god i I one once it told me when I went to a shop that uh, that's Jesus' pistol. <laughs> As I cast down upon you with my holy bullet. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure wow. that Jesus would have carried dirt, Dirty Harry's gun. <laughs> 357 revolver. <laughs> Dear God, and you know, no, I'm, I'm not hating on guns whatsoever. Buck was there one time when I had to, uh, and I, I got a gift of a box of guns from my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cody looks scared. My manager. Cody looks scared, so you might want to explain that story in the box of guns. No, I legit got a box of stolen guns for my for. They're my not birthday. stolen. They were too stolen. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. They absolutely were stolen, but they were stolen off dead Nazis. <laughs> okay, all right. We're, we're, they aren't stolen they were guns. Liberated, liberated <laughs> is the word that you seek, my friend. War um, trophies. I was going to say mementos, but yeah, war trophies, not stolen pistols. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You know, for uh, for to, to catch Cody up with the parlance of the times, we'll just call them Easter eggs. <laughs> they're, they're wartime Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even... Let's take a commercial break. 
And we're back, everyone, with the second half of the show. And we're going to start out with with a Chicago affiliate, WGN9, Ohio high school football coach forced teen to eat entire pizza that his religion forbids. That is a very weird headline, but let's get into it. Canton, Ohio. The family of a McKinley High School football player is called it uh, for more action after it says the head football coach forced the teen to eat a pizza containing pork. The incident happened on May 24th after the junior missed practice with an injury. According to the family's attorney, head coach Marcus Watley, W-A-T-T-L-E-Y, Watley, Watley, uh, made the teen sit in the middle of the gym and eat the whole pizza. If he didn't, his surrounding teammates would have to run extra drills. The attorney said that uh, Watley also threatened to kick him off of the team. The 17-year-old's Jewish faith, Jewish faith strictly forbids eating pork or pork residue. The boy repeatedly told the coach he did not eat pork, and eventually he was allowed to pick off the pepperoni. However, grease still remained on the pizza. After finishing, the team was ordered to do extra drills outside, according to the attorney. Canton City Schools said it suspended eight members of the high school football coaching staff, including the head coach, and it is conducting an investigation into the incident. The incident calls into question whether the appropriate team management, discipline, and player accountability infrastructures are in place. The boy's family said Watley's actions were a violation of the constitutional rights of the child and are threatening legal action. The family does not feel that suspending is adequate. The school has not offered any counseling for the child. Uh, The child is devastated due to consuming pork grease pizza and and being degraded in front of the entire team. The student who is not named in the news release is a tackle for the football team and has a 4.0 GPA. I think I've seen this uh, this article in more than one place, and I believe uh, subsequently the entire coaching staff has been fired. Uh, but that it, that might just be me interpreting from a different story. But uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, we get these stories every once in a while because we pick them and they're supposed to be funny, but we don't read them ahead of time because we want to get natural reactions. I don't see anything funny with this. This story is an onion, man. There's so much wrong here. Neither do I. Uh, it, it's it's just appalling. Like people people resorting to this kind of shit, subjecting a kid to that kind of crap, you know, and then and they're just completely disregarding his faith. You know, if like if you're not certain whether or not somebody's faith prohibits it. That's still a lot. Like you don't go with your gut. You but stop. Do I'm sure the engage. kid. I'm sure the kid even told them. He was telling them repeatedly. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. They made him choose between God and mean. football. You know, like well, no, it's not just that. They also used the, the method of well, if you don't do it, we're going to punish your entire team. It, it's hazing. Yeah. To start with, yeah. he had to eat a whole pizza and then run laps, right? Probably yes. Yeah. They said run drills. I'm assuming yeah. it would be laps. Um, they made him choose between God and the team. And do children have constitutional rights? Yes. Do the, they? The Supreme Court has ruled that children do have constitutional rights. They are limited under locus parentis when it comes to schools, but they do have still okay. have constitutional rights intact. I would say that constitutional rights aside, civil rights were also violated yeah. there. 
Um, oh yeah, it's just. And I, I believe that you know something that Buck has coined over the years. I believe they're guilty of felonious douchebaggery. I agree. Yeah, I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah, I second that. I mean, you always have those. It, 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 it's always the damn coaches too. Have you ever noticed that? The coaches are the ones that pull that stupid shit. It, it's it's that good old boys mentality. You know, and that that's just that is the epitome of ignorance right there. Well, if he don't believe what I believe, then he must be wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, 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 dude. You know, I, I <laughs> me of all people, me. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know I'm not, ne- I'm not nearly the, the politically correct person as, 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 as I'm going to sound by when I say this, but. You know, when we worked in the prison system, I was like the defender of religion. And I don't go to church, but I was the defender of religion. If someone claimed that they were of a certain faith, I don't care even if I knew that they were doing it to get that extra meal for Ramadan or or, or whatever. Or if the one guy, he told everyone he was Jewish so he could get um, uh, the, the, the TV dinners instead of the trays. I don't know for certain what your faith is and if you if you're gonna you can convert you can do anything you want uh i'm also an inmate that was there for murder uh when the ceos were kicking his quran around the uh the the block i was the one that defended that uh not 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 the actions of the ceo i was defending the inmate um and this is whether you agree with someone's faith or not it's you you can't pull this horse shit you just can't, and the kid should have just threw the fucking pizza in his face. The kid was scared. I mean, it was a person well, of power. It's exactly what it was. It was a, it was a, it was bullying. It was uh, you know, is the the person who has the ultimate authority in this kid's life past his parents is the coach because his entire life revolves around that sport. Uh, for for a college level, they're hoping to get into a collegiate level, most likely. Uh, that that coach, you know, they they have a very 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 important role in their life. If that's if the, that athletics is the route that they're going to go in, and to have this person, you know, take that trust that they that, that's put into them and completely devastate them is completely asinine. Well, and on top of that, you know, what are the, what are they teaching the other kids on the team? You know, that's that's another thing. Well, this you is know, like you said, that coach. That that coach is is the 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 uh, you know go to the end all see all for some of those kids, and now the coach is doing this stuff and hazing another kid, using using punishment tactics that you know like you see in like uh, like uh, old military boot camp movies, you know like punishing them like that. Like who the hell does this guy think he is? Like that's that's not how the world works anymore, buddy. You know that's. And and just setting a piss poor example all the way around, and acting like a fuck step. Well, the, the, the concept of the asshole jock exists for a reason, and this is primarily why because the te- the, the coaches are are instilling that behavior in them. This is where you talk, Cody. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, feel, I feel a lot of those kids, you know, as a coach, they look up to him, you know what I mean. So. 
like I think it was said already that it's only gonna you know instill on those kids that it's okay uh, you know to treat other humans you know let alone children like that and uh, morally it's not right and yeah yeah <laughs> it's toxic it's toxic and whoever picked this one um, yeah shame on you for ruining our comedy podcast <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you two was Sorry. it? Sorry, it was you. Okay, <laughs> at least we have that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Pretty, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. If the gun's smoking, I might as well be holding it. All right, well, let's move on to the next story, and which I will start with. Speaking of Jews, <laughs> oh my lord, <laughs> this is being reported by the Jewish Telegraph Agency. Uh, Nashville hat shop apologizes for selling Jewish yellow stars that read "Not Vaccinated." A Nashville hat shop apologized for selling yellow star patches opposing coronavirus vaccination policies after the famed hat maker Stetson said it was pulling its products from the store. Hatworks last week posted on its Instagram account a photo of an unnamed woman, apparently the shop's owner, wearing a yellow star of David that read, Not Vaccinated. During the Holocaust, Nazis forced Jews to wear the same type of stars with the word Juden, or Jewish, Five dollars each. Strong adhesive back. We're, we'll be offering trucker caps soon. The post led to outrage, including a protest last week outside the store. Using the yellow star or any Holocaust imagery for anything is a device is divisive to the memory of six million Jews who were systematically murdered during the Holocaust. Stetson took notice and said on Twitter Saturday night, "Stetson and our distribution partners will cease the sale of all Stetson." will cease the sale of all Stetson products. I'm assuming to them. doesn't say that, but I'm assuming that's what they meant. Uh, the shop removed the post and apologized. Quote, In no way did I intend to trivialize the Star of David or disrespect what happened to millions of people. End quote. The Instagram account said hours after Stetson posted his decision. In recent weeks, Georgia Republican Congresswoman uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has drawn widespread criticism for comparing mask mandates and other COVID-19 public safety precautions to the Jews suffering in the Holocaust. What a twat. <laughs> she really is. Yep. Uh, yeah, okay. It, I... I, I I cannot stand what anybody ever says. That person's worse than Hitler. No, it wasn't. I don't care what they did. They're not fucking worse than Hitler. And when you try to compare anything to the Holocaust and say, no, this is just like the fucking Holocaust, you're cheapening what the Holocaust was. This is a fucking comedy podcast, you three. What the fuck are you giving me here? Well, can I just say kudos to Stetson? Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Could, though, at least, at, at least, at least they fall into the category of social liabilities. Well, yes, sure, it, it sure fits. Is. It fits. I, but I can't make, I can't make fun of anything here because I, I'm so deeply offended that they would pull this horse shit. But but I really want to well, call out Stetson and say, good job. Yes, Thank good you. job, Stetson. Thank no, you for telling these fuckwads to suck a dick. No, seriously, not right. There's been no, a lot of fuck. Now that we. There's been a lot of douchebaggery in the last couple months, and everyone has to recognize that they've they've seen some massive douchebaggery. But not all sponsors have pulled their sponsorship, and not all companies have cut their partnerships with the douchebags. So yeah, Stetson deserves a kudos on this. Golf clap for Stetson. I'm still not wearing one. Yep. 
I have a Stetson hat in my closet that I've never worn. I'm sure you do. Cowboy Buck I do. riding into the freaking sunset on his wheelchair. <laughs> Dude, I got a fucking horse head to mount on this thing to really paint the picture, man. We'll ride this. We'll ride this electric power pony to the stable. I believe you, Buck. I believe you. I actually, you. I do believe him. He has got a horse head to that thing. I am positive of it. I've never seen it, but I am positive it exists. Oh man, I. And you know what, caregiver Katie, she she makes the the most fantastic things for me. Why do you? Th- we, we keep each other occupied. She, she's my best. She's just the greatest. She puts up with all my shit. Someone's trying to get a PP touch. <sighs> so, do you do you own a Stetson, Cody? You look like a Stetson kind of guy. Uh, I do not. Not yet. <laughs> yet. No, you're young. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. You're telling me that to? with a beard like that, with a beard like that, you don't own a Stetson hat. You're telling me. You're gonna look at me, and tell me that with a beard like that, you don't own a Stetson hat. I do. I, I do not. Well, I'm, I'm gonna. Raz, put, I'm gonna put I this. No, 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 no. I'm gonna no, put this out no, there right no, now. No, no, no. You stop. You shut up. I'm gonna put this out there right now before I mute his mic. Stetson. We applaud you for telling Hatworks to suck a dick. And if you would like to sponsor the Social Liability Podcast, we will plug your product for the low, low cost of one Stetson hat for Cody. poor child And and he will come yeah. back on the podcast wearing said hat. Said hat. I, I will. I will. <laughs> and let me tell you what, Stetson, if you don't see the video of this man, just let me tell you. Okay. For every inch on this man's beard, it's a mile. You want to stay away, and I'm telling you, you put a Stetson hat on that on that lid. Oh man, oh man! Like I'm telling you, like the boogeyman's gonna look underneath his bed for Cody <laughs> because of that Stetson hat. And I'll even get Raz to edit the podcast to say that he does own one. <laughs> you know, and, I mean, like we can make this totally legit. We can make it totally legit. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> so the, the new question is: Did you one on me, getting, <laughs> dude? We're getting no, man, Cody. We're getting you a Stetson hat. We're man. getting you a Stetson. <laughs> yeah. You know when when you were younger, you used to wear a Stetson aftershave. I remember that. That wasn't Stetson. Wasn't it? No. What was it? <laughs> it was similar, but there was only one T in it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I'm not real keen on the hippity-hoppity of... That was cologne, not aftershave. Male stuff. <laughs> that must smell good. No. Uh, Whatever. We're going to get we're gonna get Cody a Stetson hat that's got, like, skin grafts of Bruce Lee's heel mixed into it just to make... Oh, man. We're going to totally get you the most badass Stetson hat ever, dude. You don't even know, man. You don't even know. All right. Movie. I admit, I don't know what this Stetson hat is. What? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome, Cody. Is it Stetson? It's Stetson. No, I don't want to fuck this up for you guys. Stetson, don't listen to this part. Just stop. Stop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stetson. We're going to edit this out. <laughs> you hear this, Stetson? He said that he loves your hats. Loves them. That's em. what he said. Is it the, the mic? The, yes. Loves, loves, loves. 
he said that he would absolutely love to have a Stetson hat to go and compliment his his badass beard. <laughs> that's what he said. Stetson, that's that's what that's what we're gonna go with. So, Cody used to put your mind, your mind, you know, so you can come back into the the realm of the podcast. Uh, Stetson hat's a cowboy hat, but it's really really rigid and it's very very expensive. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, if. You see, if you see somebody in like a picture, but like Cody already knew that. Yes, Cody knew that. He actually has a he has a, a dozen of them already, because um, yeah. he poses like you see the uh, the southern um, the southern uh, politicians. They always wear their fucking stencils and their their official photos. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess my mouth will be yeah, but but Stenson is the greatest but company. I've Cody ever made. Cody's got a picture. Cody's got a poster of the Mandalorian behind him, man. That's a Stetson helmet. Oh, is, that, is the Mandalorian wear a Stetson helmet? Yeah, he's got a Stetson helmet on, man. You can totally see it right there. It says Stetson right there on the visor. I just want to point out that Buck is not actually in, intending to be rude and talking over our guest. His mic is apparently a little bit delayed, so we, we apologize on behalf of Buck from the whole Social Liability Podcast and the Mount Moon crew. Buck. Now, let's move on to what is quickly becoming my favorite website. The next three stories are being are being sent to us from the folks paper. This is this is good. Conspiracy theorist claims people are going missing in the US because of cannibal caves. Sounds legit. Sounds extremely legit. A conspiracy theorist claims people are going missing because of cannibal caves. TikToker Dan at Dan the Dingbat Twenty One <laughs> stitched a video uh, from a fellow TikTok uh, user who kind of my hashtag now like the kids are doing <laughs> who spoke about the high number of people who have disappeared in U.S. county parks never to be it does say county what the hell uh, never to be seen again but as Dan explains the disappearances are rather common in the United States in places that caves are nearby she alleges that the cannibalistic activities contributing to the vanishing of people she explains in her video if you look up where people go missing in national parks it directly correlates to the cave system in the United States I know you've seen videos where they talk about cannibals being in the woods and they're just being feral people out in the woods. I think they are in communities of people and they are they take people when they can. To make her argument persuasive, Dan gave a reference to the film The Descent, which tells the story of a group of women who find themselves lost and trapped inside a cave system while battling weird creatures that roam the tunnels. Dan's video is quickly gripping the attention of fellow TikTokers who are pretty convinced that the, what being some truth to Dan's outlandish philosophy. One person commented, Wait, really? Feral people exist? Another added, Wait, but for real? I would be way more afraid of an unexpected human in the woods than a Sasquatch. <laughs> for real, right? Yeah. For real. I would be. You know, Sasquatch, but oh shit, there's a Sasquatch. Um, but, but, but a person, like a feral dude, I'd be like, oh, Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, because you can shoot Sasquatch, right? <laughs> if you have a right? license, if you have a license, you can shoot a Sasquatch. Yes, and we do have licensing in Oklahoma for trapping Sasquatch. 
Is that that's a real thing? It's a real fucking thing. I swear to God, Cody. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get caught without your uh, your Sasquatch tagged. Apparently, it's a real heavy fine over there. <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. Um, you, that, back that, that episode, was an earlier episode. That was episode 34. Um, when the Oklahoma State Legislature instituted a Sasquatch license. <laughs> Alright, so about these cannibal caves, though. And I, I can't help but notice that they claim a correlation, and we all know correlation doesn't always mean causation. But I heard the eye roll. I didn't roll my eyes. Who, who rolled their eyes? I heard eyes rolling. That was Cody. Eyes are mute. No. <laughs> you, you heard the sound of two dots connecting. I, I was today years old when I learned that correlation and causation are not the same thing. Oh. Okay, Buck, what do you think about mountain cannibals and caves? And are they from West Virginia? I think that's, <laughs> I think somebody's seen the hills have eyes too many times. She does look a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in her picture, too. I'm just going to say that. You know, and even... I'm just... Not helping I'm, the cause. I'm spitballing here, but if the disappearances do relate to the cave system, we could be talking people falling in holes and dying. Or we could... Uh, be talking people exploring caves and getting lost or hurt and dying. Um, I'm not sure where cannibalism comes into the claim. They're not cannibals, they're aliens. That's where the aliens live. Or that's where Bigfoot lives. Ooh, Sasquatch. In the cave system. Reptile people. No, we've already misidentified our, our ally, the reptile, so this does not go there. Truth. <laughs> yes. Millions doing you guys. Well, we're right after the freaking whatever production company was unfortunate enough to publish Ringo. <laughs> we ever find out what kind of that was a quality was. movie, Raz? You actually saw that train wreck? How do you know it's a train wreck? You never saw it. Let's check Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, how do you know it was a train? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna laugh and has a great ass score. <laughs> okay, but but the I cannibals hope it does. Like so, are the cannibals living in the caves? Is that the claim? I really want to like pick apart this cannibalism. I'm I'm mesmerized by the claim. Are the cannibals living in the caves? I, 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 yeah, where else would a cannibal live? Yeah, come on now. In the woods? No, they're living in caves. They gotta live in caves. And they're making meth, right? And making meth. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks? No. Well, I don't think the cannibals were in that plot. That's a good thing that you didn't. <laughs> What's that? Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, um, I got some bad news for me. Uh, first off, it's not Ringo. It's Rango. And um, <laughs> it's got Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh at 88% and an audience score of 69%. Yes! <laughs> yes. But were there cannibals oh, in Rango? <laughs> But were there cannibals in Rango? Rango. God. 
No, no, no. I am, no. I am so glad when my kids were born I got rid of cable. Okay, next up, again from Folks Paper. Florida man. <laughs> yes, indeed. You know Florida it's quality man. when it's Florida man. Florida man arrested after allegedly attacking his daughter with pizza. Yes, indeedy, folks. A father was arrested for assaulting his daughter with an old weapon. Oh, I'm sorry, an odd weapon. I can't read tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, Kristen Warden, 20, phoned the cops on her father when pizza was thrown at her. <laughs> Following the incident, Indian River County Sheriff deputies arrested Tyler Warden, 41, and he is charged with battery. Tyler delivered a pizza to his daughter's home in Vero Beach, Florida, at approximately 3.50 p.m. on Sunday. The unexpected visit came, visit came for supper with his daughter. Uh, okay, it's a bad, bad English. Uh, Tyler's plan did not work since his daughter refused to entertain her father. Kristen told her father she wasn't feeling well and asked him to leave, according to WHDH. Tyler began arguing instead of accepting his daughter's refusal. As the father and daughter claimed, he refused to leave the threshold. Uh, Tyler allegedly walked out of the house after battling for a time. He reportedly hurled a slice of pizza at Kristen as he exited the front door before she could close it behind him. <laughs> the woman was injured in the face by the piece. Uh, the woman dialed 911 after the heated exchange. Deputies arrived at the woman's residence in response to the domestic dispute report. It is unclear whether Tyler was still present when the cops came. According to the Tampa Free Press, deputies saw Kristen had a uh, crimson material on her face that could have been pizza sauce. <laughs> I sure as hell hope so. Uh, Tyler explained to deputies who detained him that he had not intended to assault his daughter. He told the deputies that he was enraged by his daughter's refusal to join him for pizza. When he walked out of the house, he assumed his daughter had already shut the door. He stated that he intended to hurl the slice at the door rather than Kristen. In the affidavit, deputies noticed that no topping or sauce were found on the door. Pizza toppings were thrown about the ground nearby near the entryway. Tyler's breath also had a distinct odor of alcohol, according to deputies. Tyler was charged with assault. He is taken to the Indian River County Jail. It sounds like a couple of upstanding so, citizens here. <laughs> Not just one, but a couple. You know, I, I, I just, I just want to get Sadar's point or uh, point of view on this one as our resident pizza expert. Um, I personally know what a uh, slice of hot pizza would do to the roof of my mouth or my fingertips. But in your expert opinion, would this actually cause a nine one one related injury? A 911 related injury? Probably not. Could it have actually damaged, you know, hurt? Or, uh, yes. You know what it can do to the roof of your mouth. Imagine it on your eyelid. Okay. Sensitive skin on the face. Um, I would suspect that father and daughter have a tenuous relationship, and the actual reason for the 911 call was. To make sure that her father left, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue, and I, I don't, then we're gonna let Buck and and Cody decide which one of us is right. So it's your contention that she called the cops to get him to leave, and that it's possible she was injured. I'm gonna call bullshit because that pizza did not just come out of the oven. He picked said pizza up and brought it to her. That pizza is now half congealed. They also had a heated argument, as he said there, holding said pizza. 
Now, what I find funny is he actually threw a slice, not the whole thing. So, dude flipped the box open, pulled a slice out, and chucked it. <laughs> but if it's a good pizza, you don't waste the whole thing. <laughs> You're worth one slice, little girl, not the whole thing. <laughs> um, so, let's, we can take the heat out of the equation. And uh, I'd be willing to experiment throwing a slice of pizza at you and, and finding out if it hurt, if you're willing to, to partake. I but, will flip that on you, and I will throw pizza at you and see what crest in the eye does. you want to have a pizza fight? No. I want to <laughs> throw pizza at you one slice at a time. Yeah. I'm going to wing it back. Funny enough. What's that, Cody? You had made the mis- Funny enough, when you made the mistake and said hardened, I just it stuck with me and now when I heard the pizza got thrown I just imagined you know it nearly cut her in half because of how cold and hardened this pizza was well see that's the whole thing like you know, she she didn't wipe the fucking sauce off no she left the fucking sauce on there for the cops to get there now she was closing the door when he chucked the pizza and he wasn't there when the cops got there so the whole concept I called the cops so he would leave is bullshit uh, I think it's just. It, I think it's also fair to say that she wasn't closing the door, and he was like, "Watch ah, ninja, <laughs> ninja slice throw." All right, because <laughs> <laughs> the article specifically said there was no sauce on the door. He did not throw the pizza at her as she was shutting the door. He threw the pizza. She went inside, shut the door, and called the police. Probably. Though I have made throws like that before when I was serving papers you, you on know, people. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to side with our resident PCSI expert uh, Sadar here. Nah. For, our, uh, for her expert in that. Uh, no, no, no. But what I will say, what I will say, is that it may not have been a crime, but it was definitely a cheesy attempt at revenge. Oh God! Hang on, gotta hit the button. Man, that was so telegraphed. I knew to drop my head before he even got to the second half of that sentence. <laughs> okay, Cody, who wins? I was the. Hey, I was. I was thinking about the whole thing as you were talking. I was like, "Yeah, that's how I'm going to say this." <laughs> <laughs> so, who wins the argument, Cody? Who was who's more correct, me or Sadar? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Raz on this one. <laughs> Even if it's not, I'm still convinced that pizza was cold. Even if the pizza was cold, okay. Have you ever had a pizza with a sharp crust? No. Like I have injured my gums on hard pizza crust. It is totally worth the pain and suffering that I've endured. Don't get me wrong, but again, I don't want that on my delicate skin. Listen, we know you're a delicate flower, but if you've got injured by pizza crust. I think you have some more problems you need to deal with. <laughs> I'm a total baby when it comes to pain in my mouth, but I will suffer through it for pizza. Well, this didn't go in her mouth. It went on her face. That's what I'm saying. It's not worth the suffering. I called listen, the cops. It did, listen, it didn't go in her mouth. I got over her face, neck, and chest. Well, I mean, like, that's perfectly good making for a pornographic film. I guarantee you there there is... I haven't seen it. I'm not that much of an expert, but I'm sure that there are pornographic films involving pizza. Oh, there is. Would you like to see some? No. No. <laughs> and... Rule 34, baby. Rule 34. 
I'm never coming back on the show as the only woman again. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die laughing at my own joke. <laughs> Put that on my tombstone. Oh, I will. <laughs> okay. I thought it was funny. Our final. Uh, you're gonna have enough room on your fucking tombstone. <laughs> No, it'll be Raz. Oh, I thought I was funny. <laughs> That'll be the epitaph. <laughs> Liz, I, we all know what I wanted to say. <laughs> we all know what I want my tombstone to say. And I might put it in my will, in which case you'll have to honor it. So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> yeah, but we'll honor it with... No, man, we're going to... We'll write it, but we're going to do it in Comic Sans font. I don't care. <laughs> You will. So, what, what's a man of culture? <laughs> hey, a man of culture, my friends. Cody, what's I gonna say on your tombstone? Uh, it's, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna live forever. Oh well. Spoken like a true twenty-something. <laughs> Buck. He earned it. <laughs> okay. Sadar. <laughs> I don't care. Like, you can shove a bone up my ass and let the dogs drag me away. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I mean, what do you want from me? Okay. <laughs> I told you once before, when we, as we move on to our next story, that, that the folks paper is quickly becoming my favorite website. And we're going to talk about good guy Kim Jong-un in this next post. Words you never thought you'd hear about yeah. alone say. So here's a humanitarian story coming out of North Korea. <laughs> uh, North Korea bans mullets and skinny jeans. Uh, suddenly, I, I don't dislike North Korea nearly as much as I have. <laughs> and you're talking to a person who has like a very strange obsession about watching documentaries about North Korea. I've seen probably at least 15 or 16 documentaries on North Korea. I have no idea why, but I do. <laughs> but North Korea has banned mullet hairstyles, lip piercings, and skinny jeans. D- dictator Kim Jong-un released this country's latest crackdown on fashion and trends in the hopes that citizens would steer away from mimicking exotic and decadent Western lifestyles. He has also banned ripped jeans, slogan t-shirts, and nose rings because he feels they are all representations of capitalist society. I, I, I gotta tell you, I'm just gonna stop right there. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm right there, dude. Thank you. I mean, North Korea, good job, buddy. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, your people are starving to death, but hey! I believe they call that a hipster. <laughs> North Korea bans the hipster. This is awesome. No, hick- yeah, it's not a hipster. hipster. It's a hickster. Oh, hickster? <laughs> well, the rule was announced by North Korean newspaper, uh, according to reports from South Korean media. The news source quoted text from the North Korean newspaper in which Kim Jong-un explains the reasoning behind the new rule. Quote, History teaches us as a crucial lesson that a country can become vulnerable and eventually collapse like a damp, wet, damp wall regardless of its economic and defense power if we do not hold on to our own lifestyle. End quote. <laughs> uh, we must be wary of even the slightest sign of capitalistic lifestyle and fight to get rid of them. What North- kind of walls do they have in North Korea that they collapse when they get wet? When they get damp. <laughs> not just wet, damp. 
uh, paper. I don't know. Uh, North Korea has been able to control what its citizens look like for years through a set of rules. There are 15 socialist-approved haircuts that everyone must pick from when they go to the salon or barber. And that's true. There actually is a poster. It looks like it's from the 1980s, like early 80s. Um, and there, it's just a pictures of basically it looks like King Jong-un's different hairstyles. And you get to pick from those. I'll take number six today, please. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> there's a lot of horrible, horrible... I'm making jokes, but North Korea is a horrible place um, to live To live in. Unless you're Kim Jong-un. Unless, yeah, unless you're Kim Jong-un. Everyone else, you know, shit. <laughs> but, you know, something has to be said about banning the mullet. Because I'm, I'm seeing the mullet making a comeback, and it, it, it scares me. I am honestly scared of this. I'm afraid of the mullet, man. I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit, Raz. I think that your fear is rational, founded, and uh, and North Korea is carrying the torch to make sure that it doesn't spread to at least its small corner of uh, of civilization. Great job, Kim Jong-un. And uh, hopefully the rest of the world follows suits in banning the mullet. Cody, have you ever rocked the um, business in the front party in the rear? <laughs> no, no, I've been fortunate enough to not. I was a kid in the 80s. I totally had a mullet. I had a female mullet. I didn't have a say over my haircut. I just want to throw that out there. Well, in fairness, West um, Virginia almost was like North Korea in that they had a poster where you had to pick your haircuts from. <laughs> I was in Pennsylvania and, uh, and by Sadar, the time. You, you didn't have a mullet. You had a chiclet. That is <laughs> that is the that is the moniker for the female mullet. It is the chiclet. Thank you. <laughs> you had a chiclet. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I'm having trouble here because I really I know I sound like an elitist asshole. I really don't care for the crimes against humanity in North Korea, so I have trouble being like, yay, Kim Jong-un. But um, I can't get behind banning the mullet anywhere and everywhere, and it's disturbing to me how many young people and how many children I see with mullets nowadays. I hadn't stepped foot inside of a store in, what? A year. Over a year. And I finally went to, you know, God's country, Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a number of, not just one, but a number of kids running around with fucking mullets. (laughs) It was disturbing. I I thought I went back in time, Cody. I thought I stepped in the Wayback Machine. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Do you feel like you just transported to the past? I I finally went to get a professional haircut, my first one in like a year and a half, a couple weeks ago, and I came home with a chiclet. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> Not by choice. I asked for a trim and layering, and then she gave me a chiclet, and I was horrified, and I have to wear my hair up or straighten it all the time now to hide the fact that I have a girl mullet <laughs> until it grows oh, out no. enough yeah yeah it's you order the 
Chocolate? I no, I did not order that, but it's Buck's bad haircut all over again. And you know what? I'm gonna blame Buck. And let me tell you why. It was a lovely woman that was cutting my hair. She was very nice, but about halfway through my haircut, her son came over and started talking to her, and they were talking back and forth in Spanish. Okay, right, hold on. that's fine. Hold on. We're, we're not going that direction, folks, so get, put your pitchforks um, down. Just... And I'm blaming Buck because he, when I was taking Spanish in college, he was my tutor. He taught me all the important things that you say and you don't say. And, and that has stuck with me. But they were chatting back and forth, and then she, um, her son left, and she asked me if I had any children. And trying to be friendly and connect with this woman, I said, I have two little boys, and they both complain about what we have for dinner all the time, too. I understood enough of their conversation to know that he was mad that they were having talk or shrimp for dinner. Okay. And I think that might be why I got the chiclet. <laughs> I was eavesdropping on a I conversation. Think got, I, I, I think she was. I, I no. I think you just had a Guatemalan. <laughs> That's okay. it. I, I don't know what that means, but okay. Somebody from Guatemala. Well, well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Talk. Or somebody from like. Thank God you're here. You know, like the Diet Coke of Mexico. Like, no. I refuse. You know what? I will take your blame, and I apologize profusely for your haircut, but I will not. Like, I will not make a disparaging remark about the, you know, knife-toting skills of my Mexican allies. <laughs> Whether it be for hair or other cutting things like you know opening those little pops. Like I don't know what any of that means, Buck, but I know that somehow, some way, you are at fault, and that's good enough. You know, I just want to point out that that's fine by me. I want to point out that you know that there, there's a knife, and you're you're both walking on the edge of the knife that leads to racism. <laughs> there is nothing racist about that. I I think. What I'm saying is I think my attempt to connect with this person was misinterpreted in some way. That That's it. So she decided to massacre your hair? <laughs> no, really, the whole point of the, never, you, the whole point of the story is really... Neither one of you has known just, the vindictive nature. The whole point of my story was just to find a way to blame Buck for my haircut. I think that I got a bad haircut. I and, apologize. And, in actuality, I think I got a bad haircut because, um, you know, you you guys probably don't understand the hardships of being a woman with curly hair. I'm, are, I'm sure that none of us understand the hardships of being a woman with curly hair. <laughs> there are genuinely very few people who know how to cut curly hair correctly. And I think I I've just... I've got nothing. No. It's not easy. I mean, I can cut my curly hairs. <laughs> I have I a have caregiver for that. Oh. What's that, Cody? I haven't cut my hair since the pandemic started, so I'm trying to see how long I can go before I get tired of it. How long is it? Oh, it's it's pretty. It's the biggest. <laughs> oh, that's nothing, man. <laughs> it's, it's... Oh, man. I'm giving Buck a run for money. 
I, you, if you have oh, not, dude. if you have not seen it yet, if you go on our YouTube channel, uh, if you go onto the Mount Moon Extras section, you're gonna see the 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 ballot of Buck's haircut debacle. <laughs> yeah, I still, I don't know, I don't Man, know if I my. Tell you what, I still have. I have post-traumatic stress disorder from that haircut, man. <laughs> I didn't even realize, like, I didn't even realize how much, like, repressed childhood angst and anger I, I actually had pent up until I saw my derpy ass in the mirror with that motherfucking haircut, and I was like, nope. nope. It's either this gets fixed or a bullet, it's either this gets fixed or a bullet will be heard. Like, that's just Jeez, it. man. That's dark. You've seen the video footage. He had a breakdown. <laughs> Well, yeah. Yeah, I I've did. seen it. I was, uh, like, I did not take off. I with a hat on. <laughs> like, it was, it was bad. God. All right, well, make sure that you do check out our YouTube channel. If you just search for the Mount Moon Crew or the Social Liability Podcast, you'll be sure to find it. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you're made aware of new videos. You know, the whole stuff that I'm supposed to say as a YouTuber. Uh, if you also, you know, someday, somehow, Cody might stream again. So you might want to check out twitch.tv slash hxccody27. I think I got that right. hxccody27 on Twitch. Twitch doesn't cost anything. Just go there and hit the, hit, hit the follow button. It'll make him, it'll make him happy. It'll make him happy. Uh, <laughs> you can, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, remember you can listen to it in its audio format on a vast majority of the the podcast platforms out there, including Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Castbox, you pretty much name it, you can find it. Uh, we do come out with new content each and every week. Uh, this is the first episode of season two, episode fifty three. We've made it a whole year. Uh, we're quickly approaching and beating my uh, my record with uh, the Blue Duck Gold Duck with the Mountain Moon Review podcast. So we'll look forward to that. That'll be the big milestone podcast when we beat that one. Uh, but again, thank you, Cody, for joining us. Thank you, Sadar, for joining us. Uh, we'll have to have you both on again in the near future. Uh, if you haven't already, like I said, subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Uh, and just remember, the podcast does not cost you a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. It just costs can, you. Can work. I can I say it? Go ahead. I have Attention. to do. Attention! Damn it, Buck! You ruin everything. You you really you really do. You, <laughs> you, just, you ruin everything. I did. I. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> have a week. <laughs>